Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, ballroom dancing? Well, it's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep live at the Dickens Fair. You know, right now I'm live at the Dickens Fair recording outside Fezziwig's uh, warehouse and dance hall. Uh, I think uh, uh, Oliver, who's, who's employed here? That guy, uh, yeah, one of those guys. Uh, we've got some lovely dance music going on here. Beautiful, beautiful music playing. Uh, there's signs, there's garland, and there's joy. And there's a bit of revel, revel, rever, how do you say that? Rever, 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 reverie, reverie, reverie. Uh, and I'm just myself descending. My beliefs and disbeliefs are suspended, or you know, insus- they're not in. Like, what's how do you transition from? Like, how are you? Like, what's between? You know, not suspense and suspense, suspending the state of suspension, but then you're already suspended. Uh, you know, because I'm 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 like uh, transitioning to suspension of my disbeliefs here, and uh, as I stay here at the square, uh, there's a lovely smell of uh, sweet nuts and a long line of uh, people waiting to partake in them, and they you know they're hot and they're candy. I think they're candied nuts. You know, I'm just a nut who eats candy. You know, I, I do like nut rages as well. I don't know how my feeling is. Uh, I like buying nut rages, rages, but consuming them is uh, another business entirely. But yeah, I'm here at the uh, opening of the Dickens Fair, and this is Sleep With Me. Oh boy, if you're new here, uh, this is the podcast that puts you to sleep. Normally, we do it with a bedtime story, but I'm here at the uh, Dickens Fair here in the Bay Area, Cow Palace, a yearly tradition in, in my life and now a yearly tradition on this podcast. It's a bit like a Renaissance festival, uh, but with um, Dickin- Dickensian London only. Family-friendly. Also, they have plenty of uh, adult beverages and, you know, that people consume them, but not, you know, not, not to excess or not to excessive behavior. And it's a lovely time to be had by all. And I'll be back with another update from uh, the Dickens Fair. Because I, I like to have music in the background, I'll be honest with you. And you can hear the chatter, the joyous chatter going on here. But uh, I, I'll be back with some more updates soon. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary. I'm here live at the Dickens Fair. I'm standing outside Pickwick Place, which has been relocated this year from somewhere else. I don't quite remember whence it was, but I'm at the end of Bell Ringer's Row. I'm watching a young lass coming through selling, it seems to be, stolen ponytails. Uh, This could be trouble here. Uh, But here I am outside the Victorian Alberts Music Hall. At the popcorn stand. Popcorn's just three pounds. Three pounds sterling. Pottery and knives. A barber shop that sells meat pies. 
McLaren's Cookies and Milk, a snow-covered statue of Pickwick to start out Bell Ringer's Row, the Green Man Inn, the Union Jack in all its glory, buffered from the ceilings here. Oh, boy. And at a distance I've spotted, I see... Mr. Scrooge and the Ghost of Christmas Future, or Christmas, the, the one that doesn't wear a shirt, that, that ghost, uh, spent a lot of time with Bugs Bunny. You can just hear a little bit of Scrooge and the Ghost of Christmas, it must be the Ghost of Christmas Future, there's a couple children, maybe has it passed? I mean, when, when do you not wear a shirt? Is it the future or the past? Like, uh, well, my life's past, I don't care. I'm not wearing a shirt anymore, just a robe. Or is it in the future? Don't worry, they can't hear me talking. I'm talking very low and close to the mic. Uh, but, uh, you know, in the future, you're like, you, you, know, you only need robes. You don't need shirts in the future. Robes? In the future, that's all we'll wear is robes. Also, a uh, wonderful thing about accessibility here at the Dickens Fair, they have people doing signing on stage for the show. Uh, that's awesome. Another spirit has arrived. A cloaked, cloaked spirit. Uh, last year I had the pleasure of meeting uh, Mr. Scrooge, uh, you know, on Christmas Day. That's the time to meet him. Uh, I didn't get any money. He was he was buying a suit, I believe. And, uh, you know, a lovely show. There's It's, a, it's packed, uh, packed at the show here. A lot of people sitting... In taking it in, uh, and who can blame them? I stand here outside the Green Man Inn, watching Scrooge and the ghost of Christmas future past. Uh, he's got a lit up, uh, what is that, a torch? A very fancy torch. It looks like he stole it off a table or a, uh, uh, he's smiling, and Scrooge looks like he's somewhere in the land of Nod. His face a scowl, masking his internal conflict, or, or is he just confused? I'm not sure, but they walk by here as we hear the chatter of the Dickens Fair. Could use some music right now. Celebrated Mr. Charles Dickens will be reading from his Christmas carol here at the Green Man Inn, established 1552. It is green. I have a view of the backside of Scrooge and the ghost. They stopped for a lot of photos. Uh, I think that's a new thing nowadays here. And you might remember last year, the candle shop. Maybe just on the back end of sound, you're catching the strumming of a harp. I can't, lo- I, I'd, like I said, I'd, I'd like to set up the, uh, you know, set up my spot right by the harp, but, uh, you know, I can't. I'm a man, the boy who lost the harpist. I guess that's not quite a book. I don't think Dickens would write that. I don't even know if, he wouldn't even title a chapter that. But I'm here at the Dickens Fair, been here about 15 minutes. I see a man in a tuxedo. People are looking good. Crowds are low because it's a pre-Thanksgiving. So if you're hearing this, you know, get out to the Dickens Fair. You, you know, kids can cry. Nobody cares. Uh, people cheer. Uh, joy 
is free, you know, for you to take and participate in. Do you need to partake in joy? I guess you can receive joy. Oh, come, let us enjoy him. Oh, no, I think that's adore him. Uh, but, yeah, we're here. We're live. Uh, Dickens Fair 2016 or uh, if you're, uh, you know, 15, 1600 something. Uh, so, so far, who, oh, wait, wait a second. I've got a, we've got a, a possible street or a couple of street urchins coming. Uh, but here, you know, you've got a lot of fine shops. You've got uh, Ladema the Potter. You've got uh, hand-drawn portraits. Uh, there's a man doing a portrait right now across the way. I don't want you know. I don't want to get too close because you know I can get on anybody's nerves. And if you're trying to do a portrait, uh, if, if anybody's listening to this in real time, which would be impossible, let me remind me to get my mom's Christmas. Oh, the uh, the rabbit from. Uh, Alice in Wonderland's going by. He's got a flea. I got a flea in his ear. I don't know if is that the Mad Hatter. There's, a, there's the Mad Hatter, and then there's the other one. This is the rabbit sidekick, not the rabbit with time. Uh, but oh boy, do I want to thank uh, Red Barn Productions, Denise Lamont, and uh, the Dickens Fair as a whole for letting me uh, record over two days or three days uh, this year. I really feel chill. Last year was my first on location recording, so I really feel good this year. Uh, I'm solo today, but I'll have a crew tomorrow. And uh, yeah, just another day in Paris. I mean, uh, I guess it is another day in Paris. Afternoon, actually, or uh, near evening. Oh, Lord. Bill Sykes is walking my way. Uh, is that Oliver, Bill Sykes? Yep, Bill Sykes is. Uh, oh, boy. He's sending Oliver in. Oh, boy, I'm, I'm witnessing a, a, a crime live. I guess I can't use that. Oliver's just gone in uh, to the shop here, and uh, I don't know what he's doing. He's gone into the Green Man Inn. He's under the influence of Bill Sykes, and I'm, I'm, I'm uh, reporting here live. Uh, we've got trouble here on the streets of London. Uh, someone's trying to take Oliver under his wing. Another man carrying a stick. Two, two, you know, Bill Sykes carries like a trunk, and uh, well, I guess he just used that to chase. Uh, the, the Sykes was with a young woman as well, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm live here at the Dickens Fair. Uh, I, I may have just developed my first Dickensian crush this year. Not sure yet. Uh, you know, but I'll keep you up to date for sure, without a doubt. You know, hey, just another day here at the Dickens Fair. Standing here at a no ticket, no laundry, like a hidden door that'll probably open and strike me. But there's so many signs and little things to stop and look at here at the fair. This is a wall with uh, you know post post no about what are those things? Post no bills, but there's bills posted for the White Star Line, Liverpool to New York every Wednesday, and calling on Queenstown every Thursday. Uh, 10 pounds on the saloon passage. Oh boy, I would take that one. Uh, if I was on a steamship, I'd need to, you know, I'd need to. And then there's a sign for clever cats, uh, rats, mice, canaries. 170 cats, right, rats, mice, and canaries. Uh, Leone Clark's happy family. 
uh, extraordinary elephant uh, measuring 30 feet in length, uh, counting house furniture, warehouses, and fixtures to be sold by auction by Mr. Scrooge. Oh, this selling. Oh, this is uh, uh, something Scrooge is selling that you don't really. Also, desks, bookcases, eight day dial, counters. Partitions, cisterns, uh, sinks, lead pipes, uh, water, and uh, many other things. No more weeds. The celebrated Acme weed killer permanently gets rid of weeds. Then we have the uh, Polytechnic Revival of Peppers at Christmas by Professor Pepper. How do you say that? Cholera, cholera and water. Board of Works for the Limehouse District. Uh, uh, don't drink water that hasn't been boiled. Uh, that's pretty easy to think. Uh, Pablo's Fanke's fan fan Circus Royale. That's at the Town Meadows in Rockdale. Last night of three for the benefit of Mr. Kite. Grandest night of the season. Trampoline leaps and somersets. Horse Xantheus. A lot of cool things. How about a Mason's Ordnance model of the Lake District? Uh, exhibited daily during the year at the Lake District Repository. And then this one. This is a serious one. It's got a lot of stuff on here. Uh, General Tom Thumb. Royal Zoological Gardens. London, the olden time. Promenade concerts, uh, band of this establishment, Tom Thumb, model of Venice, great fight. This is a whole lot of a program. Important notice. You know, I don't. I don't think I have the energy to read an entire sign like that here at the Dickens Fair. I'm going to take a few steps. Um, here at uh, Grenadine's Gate, where you can get personalized Christmas ornaments. That's where I usually get my mom's. One of the places I get my mom's thing. Usually I like to buy it uh, one year, then put it somewhere where I forget about it, and then give it to her a year or two later. So there's a pro tip, or only tip, don't date your Christmas ornament until uh, after it's opened. Uh, you know, it's a, I, I, I mean, that's what I think. Um, then there's a funny sign on there. Um, you can hear... You can hear some English talking behind me. And if you want a magic wand, they have a magic wand shop. Uh, uh, magic wands by... Can't, uh, too close to the sign to be able to read it. We're here at Grenadine's, Grenadine, Grenadier's Gates. Uh, we also have the Curious Wonder Cabinet uh, serving the Queen. Uh, there's like a lot of cool gifts. You get just endless, endless amounts of shops to get handmade gifts for the holidays here at the Dickens Fair. Personalized golf tees. Here at Blythe Spirits, you can get fine handmade soaps and M E M O L L I E N T S. I don't know what M Emo Emo limits. Emoluments, emoluments. Uh, this is where the ATR is, the artist in residence. Uh, there's a sign that says that. That's cool. Uh, standing here, I said, no, I guess I'll just re- read some signs. I'm at Fezziwig's Warehouse. 
And there's signs for champagne. There's the telegraph office. There's the Christmas tree where people take their family photos. There's an antiquarian, I think I said that right, card shop. Uh, Union Jack. So you can hear the uh, revelry and the bustle of uh, happy people uh, saying happy Christmas. Uh, Jingles Gates just in front of me. And uh, you can hear the dancing at Fezziwig's uh, as uh, people seem to be happy. I see a man with a light-up hat. Uh, he looks cool. I don't know if he's a steampunk or uh, or what. Um, but, yeah, uh, and actually I didn't, never noticed the telegraph office and the, the facades. Uh, I don't know if they stepped up on the facades or I just never took the time to notice it. And if there's just sparkles or if those are LEDs, but... Uh, yeah, the facades over the uh, bar is that the uh, leather uh, toddle, leather bottle. The leather bottle, is that a saying? Like, oh, boy, too many sips on the leather bottle. That would be what I would have said. Um, but, it, you know, very Victorian, I guess, because this is Victorian London. At some point, you know, I guess because Queen Victoria was in charge. Oh, leather bottle, I see someone with a flask, and that has leather on it. So uh, I guess, that, is that a leather bottle? I don't know. I don't really want to think about it too much more than that. Uh, but, yeah, that's, uh, uh, you know, this, this is a little dose, another dose of the Dickens Fair here. Another stop uh, uh, at a fun, fun thing. Uh, I'll be back soon. I'm I'm here outside the dark garden uh, where there's, uh, I guess, what do you call them, living mannequins or live mannequins. Popular stop here. Uh, And we actually have uh, a male and a female. The female sitting in a chair holding a squid, a stuffed squid. Not stuffed, uh, like a stuffed plush squid. In really a hive of activity. We got a lot of shops around here. And then we have a gentleman, fitted vest, very fitted. Uh, oh boy, I don't want you know. Watch out. Uh, let me t- uh, note to buttons. You're about to be burst. Uh, if that watch chain, you know. Anyway, enough material. Uh, he's staring at me. I don't think he can hear me, but he can sense me. There's a tarot reader. Uh, next to the tarot reader is. Uh, Taylor's jewelry. Then we have uh, transformation. Another jewelry it looks like a ring shop. I can't see. It's across the way. Uh, Passiflora, a floral shop uh, with uh, you know wreaths, I believe. I don't know pressed flowers. You know where do you get your pressed flowers? I get them at Passiflora. Uh, the water closets. Um, a couple of carts here uh, dealing in things. Uh, and then, uh, let's see, what's the chef here? Uh, we have Eye of the Soul. I guess that's another tarot reader. Flockmacher, that's the uh, steampunk. Awesome. They have the Steam Man exhibit every year. Uh, very, very cool. Inventors, futurists, uh, and the like. Uh, you know, the, the, the best part of Victorian London. And I guess this shop, I can't see a title of it. Um, looks like it, it, it's uh, feathers and uh, 
things you'd wear on your head, but I can't be 100% uh, sure about that. Um, and I don't know what this little area is called. I don't see a sign. I guess it's called uh, Dark Garden Square. That's what I'd call it. Uh, Dark Garden Oblong. How about that? Uh, just another spot here at the Dickens Fair for you to enjoy. This is Scoots again here on uh, Nickleby Road, just a block away where I could see, believe it of all things, uh, I'm standing in front of Nana's Nursery. Nana's Nursery, established uh, 1803, frocks and frills, uh, suits and caps. Uh, there's another shop. Oh, I think I took it, the Peekaboo Masks. It moves every year. Leather I believe handmade leather masks. So, so impressive. Uh, so, so interesting. Uh, here on Nickleby Road, you can get all your Christmas shopping done early. And Morgan's Maine, M-A-N-E. That was the one I couldn't see or pronounce. Um, and then I'm sitting here looking at a glass shop. Uh, real working tea, teapots and teacups, handmade. Uh, the shop keeps right here. Uh, of course, I can't interview but anybody and sleep uh, sleep with me. But uh, uh, why, why don't we take another few steps down the block as I hear a newsy calling? Yeah, there's a hand blown glass by Guy Moore, and that's what I did buy my mom's uh, an ornament from here uh, last year. Ye. Pellucid Ware, Wares, P-E-L-L-U-C-I-D. Not sure what that means, you know, but I'm sure one of you will let me know. You know, tran- like translucent, but not. I don't know if I'm at a cross street here. I thought I was on Nickleby Road. I see a sign for Mincing Lane. Oh, uh, crush update. Uh, no crush yet. Uh, still early. You know, I'm going to be making multiple trips to the Dickens Fair this year. Uh, so Morgan's Main looks like a, sh- uh, a knit, you know, what do you call that? A crochet or knitting. I get those mixed up, you know, because I'm ignorant. And then we have a very fancy, uh, the Velvet Bedlam shop uh, where you could get, you know, fi- I mean, I don't know, fineries uh, doesn't even do it justice. Fine, fine gowns. I don't know, like, what do you get? What does everyone think? If, if there isn't a, a Petticoat Junction, should I open up a Petticoat Junction? Uh, also, again, I'm n- and I'm not doing material. I don't, I always forget what petticoats are. Are those, uh, what are the ones on your legs, uh, the, the puffy things? And then, is it like underwear or is it, uh, you know, so what would be the junction of petticoats anyway? I guess I'm, I'm, I'm as mixed up as can be. Because then there's corsets. And then there's, like, um, the the other things you wear under your skirt to make it hoopy. Uh, like, is it the other skirts, the underskirts? Oh, wow. A lo- woman in a lovely, lovely Christmas gown with a uh, faux. Very, very, uh, very seasonal, very seasonal. So many people dressed up this year. And it's not even the holidays. Uh, looking lovely, lovely as can be um, here at the Dickens Fair. Oh, I forgot I was going to do some material about Nana's nurture, Nursery. Right when I was going to do that, someone wanted to ask me a question. 
you know, in the spirit of, uh, you know, all the, uh, is there any kind people in Charles Dickens novels? You know, there are, I think there are, but, it, you know, I tried to be kind. Uh, I think uh, Bob Cratchit's walking by with Tiny, Tiny Tim's cane. He is. Uh, should we follow him? That doesn't make for very good. I, I, I do have to follow him. He looked very down. So we're going to go on uh, motion. I've never been in a luckier position. I've got Bob Cratchit in front of me and Fagin behind me. I lost Cratchit. It took me four seconds to lose Bob Cratchit. How did I lose? How do you lose a Cratchit uh, scooter? Oh, I've located Bob Cratchit now. Someone's talking to him, a fan probably. And Charles Dickens, you may, I may, I don't, you may just barely be, you may just barely be able to hear Charles Dickens uh, speaking in the background, telling the tale of a Christmas Carol. And Bob Cratchit walked by. He's carrying Tiny Tim's cane. I'm gonna give him a little distance, you know, because it looks like he's in some kind of uh, grief. Also, I see another lovely shop here with uh, I lost, I lost Cratchit again. Holy moly! I think he went this way. I don't see him. <laughs> what do I, this is so embarrassing. How do you lose Bob Cratchit twice? Hey, I mean, I mean, okay, and, and now, you know, once you go the wrong way, I mean, I'm standing here. I, he was two feet away from me five seconds ago, and now I don't see Bob Cratchit. Man, I am, uh, I've lost Cratchit. A Christmas a Pratchett, a, a nickel for your Cratchit. I mean, everybody here does look a bit like Bob Cratchit. You know, if uh, someone's dressed as Bob Cratchit in Brooklyn, well, maybe not Brooklyn, but uh, Omaha. I mean, it's nothing on Omaha, just not a lot of people dress like. I mean, how do you lose Bob Cratchit, though? I mean, it doesn't. I mean, I'm. Oh, we got three chimney sweeps here. Let's do a little uh, chimney sweep observational non humor. I'm outside the tea room, Cuthbert's Tea Shop, and uh, the Corinthian. I'm outside Cuthbert's Tea Shop uh, in the Corinthian Sporting Club. I've got three chimney sweeps drinking beer on a bench. Only one of them is drinking beer, it looks like. And uh, I don't know if they're in method or they're like actual friends. Like, So I don't know if they're doing method material. Or non-method material, you know. Uh, I think the only way to be a chimney sweep is, you know, all. I, I know there's always different ways of being a chimney sweep. Who am I to judge? Just because I'm a method human uh, doesn't mean anything, you know. Um, but now there's a. Uh, oh boy, I might be having trouble here. I've lost a chimney sweep, and I was watching them. That's strange. Oh, that's what it is. One, one, ma- one, one gentleman was not a chimney sweep. There was only two chimney sweeps. So, unlike losing Bob Cratchit, I did not lose the chimney sweep here. So, so this is another thing you can do here at the fair: is come to the Corinthian Sporting Club and take fencing lessons. You can, uh, you can uh, observe chimney sweeps uh, sitting, telling each other chimney sweep-like tales, and just enjoy the day at the fair. Uh, all right. I'm here at Nickleby Road. 
And I just want to give you a little idea of some of the shopping options here at the Dickens Fair. We've got Victorian Whimsies, Feather Arts, uh, Plumia, Mia, or some exotic scarves uh, from Thaddeus Pumblechook. P-U-M-B-L-E-C-H-O-O-K. Thaddeus Pumblechook. Silk, cotton, and pashmina. Uh, you know, can't be you can't beat that. Uh, Nickleby Road. You have uh, this is where I ran into uh, uh, what's his name Scrooge, uh, right? That's his name, uh, Mr. Alan Jeffries. A real suit shop, expert styling, expert service, uh, superior styling, ready-made, fine quality, royal warrant, men's clothiers, uh, and also Charles Dickens' house is right here on the corner where he'll read uh, from A Christmas Carol uh, nightly. After We also have Morgan's Man... Uh, M.A., I can't see the whole sign, so I'll walk down Nickleby Road in a bit here. Uh, Victorian Whimsies is a place where I could uh, fetch my mother a nice little Christmas gift, if you wish. I'm standing here... On the edge of the Flockmacher Genius Shop, uh, where the great inventor uh, Flockmacher talks about his uh, inventions, uh, most notably the steam man. But I, I believe he's working on, oh, I can see an electrical moon gun from here. I also see some sort of model of the solar system, an underwater uh, breathing apparatus. Uh, um, clock. Uh, I see other things from adventure. Just a really another immersive thing to come check out, and you can have a conversation with uh, uh, the genius known as Flockmacher, or uh, any of his other. I believe he has a few assistants here. I think I'm seeing a perpetual motion machine as well, and then once a day, uh, Mr. Flockmacher will send out. His steam man, a steam-powered uh, man, in the, the, the modern-day one would call it a robot. Uh, and I believe the steam man is there to um, provide for all your household needs. Uh, what else is in Mr. Flackmacher's shop? I, you know, I can't. If I get too close, uh, I believe Mr. Flackmacher will hop on the mic. I think he has some models from times he's visited. Uh, places either in the center of the earth or uh, outside of the center, you know, um, uh, beyond the center of the earth, uh, maybe beyond the earthly, earthbound galaxies, uh, you know, places uh, beyond the imagination. And there's also, uh, I don't know if this is the Mrs. Flackmacher, but she's giving a father and his son... Uh, you know, lesson in technology, steam-powered technology. I don't know what the moon gun's going by. It looks like some sort of, con- it's a, like it has a, a hand crank. Uh, you know me in science. I just stick my head in things. I don't, um, you know, I don't state facts. I misstate facts. Uh, I see a sign in here that says the influence engine. And, uh, oh, but they're, they're playing games uh, with uh, things. Uh, 
Uh, Flockmacher has an electrical hair grower and a quick hair restorer. A uh, what else does uh, Mr. Flockmacher make? Uh, oh, free to all, a six months trial. Uh, not a wire brush, uh, but that's Flockmacher's hairbrush. Uh, they also have the uh, Flockmacher runs the Rare and Exotic Animal Preservation Society in Furrier. I believe that may be a joke. Uh, there's also an apparition apprehension apparatus. Holy alliteration. They know, they know I love that here. Apparition apprehension apparatus. You look into fi- my finance box to check my status, and you're going to find a uh, apprehension apparition apparatus. Uh, that's a little... Uh, that's a little good cookie for somebody. Uh, Ghostbusters could, you know, could, could use that. That's what the Ghostbusters use. I don't know. Yeah, they, I think they use an apparition, apprehension apparatus. That's exactly what they use. Um, I don't know if that's what the things are, uh, like uh, that you don't cross the streams. I, I think that control guides them to the trap, which would be the appar- like. Uh, but it's all involved in the apprehension. Uh, so, uh, Mr. Flockmacher. Oh, uh, there's a hand-powered uh, dusting going on. Uh, Mrs. Flockmacher is dusting the uh, exotic animals here uh, on display with a uh, hand-powered spinning feather duster. And what else can we observe here? We have uh, things. We have a picture of, oh, wow, there's a beautiful picture of uh, the steam man and Professor Flockmacher. A few photographs. It looks like from, uh, like, a Civil War days. I don't know, like some sort of uh, army photograph with the steam man. Uh, no smoking, obviously. When you're at uh, Flockmacher's shop, there's no smoking at any time ever. I wonder if they, I don't know if they have any ether. Oh, they have a moon hat. Oh, and a moon man. I believe that's a moon man. A model of a moon man. Uh, they have a horn in, in, in an event of uh, trouble at the workshop. You're supposed to blow the horn. Uh, and there's uh, Mr. Flockmacher. Probably will have to cut this audio soon, so I'll just keep talking lullingly and soothingly until uh, Flockmacher... Uh, it comes too close. You can hear Flakmacher talking in the background. Uh, uh, brilliant, brilliant man uh, in uniform. He's got a apron on, uh, leather, leather arm things, leather, leather arm stuff. Uh, I don't know if that's a pipe. Uh, I think he has gators on. You know what gators are? The things that keep your uh, the snow off uh, out of your boots. Uh, he's, I don't know what those are called. Maybe those are mud flaps. I don't know what they're called. Uh, I don't even know if they're still called gators. Uh, so just, uh, you know, I can't put it on mic, but I just spoke with Professor Flockmacher, and uh, maybe I'll put that out for the patrons. But uh, Professor Flockmacher wears a pin that says uh, F-H-S-G, F period, H period, S period G and it stand, I said professor what what could that possibly stand for you're brilliant you're so brilliant you've accomplished so many things and you have four letters at the end of your name what do those four letters stand for professor and the professor said former high school graduate 
uh, it, was, it, was, it was very, very, uh, you know, uh, never a dull moment here at the Dickens Fair as I move on. See, here I am at a juggling magic show at the Benny Gaff stage. And uh, he was just juggling three blocks. He had a big uh, round of applause there. Very good show. Makes me think of uh, Phoebe from Criminal uh, and how charming it is that she's into magic. Um, So it's a shout-out to uh, any Criminal podcast fans. Uh, but he, it looks like he, this, he's going to juggle. I, I think it's, oh, he's doing material now. And maybe. It's like one, two, three, four, five, six, about ten blocks. I don't know if he's going to juggle these blocks or um, he's a showman, this young man. I'm too far away from the uh, playbill to say, see what his name is. He's going to build a oh, it, Sky nine box uh, juggling, or more like uh, throwing it up in the air and catching it without the blocks falling apart. It's very impressive. Take a deep breath, audience. And wow, he's doing like a he's singing these like children's blocks, which I assume are magnetized. You know, I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but uh, you know, something. Something funny's going on. Also skill, though, and showmanship. Uh, but he's just doing different balancing. Right now he's got three blocks balanced on the end and then a, like a kind of a pattern up top balanced. Uh, wow, now he has four uh, lengthwise blocks, uh, children's blocks, uh, five. Yeah, he's at one, two, three, four, five feet, I'd say. The audience is saying higher, build it higher, and he, he shall. He's uh, He can barely reach the top. Uh, now he's at six blocks, which I would say maybe they're 10-inch blocks, not 12-inch uh, blocks, but still. Uh, he's going for block seven, and they're saying higher. The audience is saying higher. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven blocks stacked. And he reaches uh, second to last brick, he says. Eight, 80, I'd say 80, he's got 80 inches of brick. Uh, and people say, no, 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 go for nine, dude. Uh, impress us. We're here to be impressed. And, oh, wow, he's spinning it on his fingertip, the whole stack of eight blocks. Really great, great, great show. I mean, I walked here in the middle, but he can't, he's, he's doing as all the great magicians do. Where you say, well, I don't know if I can pull this trick off. And so he's like, he can't quite reach the top brick. He keeps, oh, children are laughing. That's what that's what you're here for. Really good stuff here, really. Oh, he's got it. And now, will he be able to stack the ninth brick on? Will the skyscraper go? It will. Is it? Now watch closely. He's raising it up above his head. Oh, he said he's going to slide it down his throat. That got some. That got a real good round of laughter from the audience. Uh, he's going to balance it on his chin. He he is balancing nine blocks on his chin, and rightfully a load of applause. Magnets or no magnets, that is impressive. 
So very impressive. He's tipping his hat. Oh, he's patting his head and rubbing his belly. I think uh, Laurel and Hardy would be proud of this guy uh, here at the Penny Gaff stage, here at the Dickens Fair. Uh, you know, it can't be beat. This is family entertainment. And, oh, he's going to do a danger portion of the show. You know, what could be more lulling and soothing than uh, narrated, narrated magic, uh, like a, a, a someone talking over someone and performing something magical. Well, I don't know, Scoot said that. I don't know if that beats when you're doing it over the uh, the guys doing the acapella. I mean, that was, like, uh, both wonderful and uh, terribly irritating, Scoots. So, uh, who knows? Uh, but uh, he's still he's, he's doing material right now. He's uh, really, uh, I don't know what they call that when you... Uh, toy with the audience. He's going to do some juggling of some blades. I believe it's some blade juggling. And that'll be exciting if he does that. Uh, the old blade juggler. Uh, Queen of Blades. Uh, that was Kerrigan. And Starcraft shout out here at the Dickens Fair. So what was, it, was the most oblique thing Scoot said during the day? Well, he did a Starcraft shout out to uh, Kerrigan. So far, I don't have a, a Dickens Fair crush either. I mean, maybe Kerrigan in the uh, Zerg. Queen, was she the Queen of Blades? I think she was. Wasn't she? Or is that some other character? Is anybody anybody here at the Dickens I bet you there's some Dickens, former StarCraft players here at the Dickens Fair. Come on. Uh, I'm among my people. He's uh, still doing the material now. No. Just at the back of me is the uh, Great Exhibition of London, a preview of it. Uh, you can come in and browse. They have models of the buildings they're building, the Great Exhibition, ex- exhibition Hall. Some of the exhibits they'll have by Samuel Colt, uh, Jack London, Jane London. I can't see that far. Uh, my, you know, I've been at the Dickens Fair all day. My eyes are uh, uh, Victorian. Okay, so he has an onion he has an onion, a blade, and an uh, apple. And this is, uh, this is oh, he's trying to buy the, bite the apple. So far, no good. Will he bite the onion? Oh, going for the apple again. He did not get it. Oh, almost. That one touched his lips nearly. He's going to try a different move. That one hit him in the face, the apple. Again, he is close. Really working it uh, three times. He says he thinks he's got it. And he's uh, he's uh, really playing with us. Oh, he bit the onion. Oh boy, and he had to stop juggling. Uh, trying to get a good look at a kid's face. Oh, one kid stood up. He's laughing so hard. He's laughing hard, saying, "Wow, ill, really good stuff." Uh, he took about. Oh, he did bite the apple to get rid of the onion flavor, and the audience loves it. And it just relocated as the juggler finishes his show. I have a view of uh, London's finest cakes and pudding shop, and uh, the English two English ladies. Uh, tea shop uh, where you can get all I mean you can get a bundt cake here 
I'm standing outside the Mermaid where you can hear some lovely uh, music going on. Uh, there's a painting of a ship on the wall here. Um, so where you can get soda, water, and, uh, you know, any adult beverage you choose. Uh, sea-themed pub here at the Dickens Fair. Not sure what square I'm at. I guess I'm near the Pentagast stage. Whoa, I looked back, and uh, the juggler has got uh, two hoops. He's juggling uh, a lot of different things. Wow, that guy's talented. And you can hear the music playing. There's garland hanging from the walls. There's people strolling the fair father with his young daughter in his arms a red sweater to say hey might not be Thanksgiving here but I'm at the Dickens Fair early and uh, you know mind your own business you know I'm holding my baby and having fun I guess you wouldn't say mind your own business you'd say everybody's business here is the same a joyful or near you know say well it's a pretty joy you know it's a, what does the joy exist but my music stopped playing in the background. I don't know if they'll get another set going. Uh, ideally, they will, because, uh, uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe, you know, music makes me happy. Oh, there we go again. Oh, what a lovely, lovely sounds. Three women in the pub sitting, two of them, all dressed. Uh, I don't know if they're dressed. They don't look like... Uh, no, no, it, it, I, it's tough for me to tell the difference between landed. Oh, I just saw some landed gentry, probably American with, uh, um, you know, the st- stockings on a man. Does that say you're landed gentry or what? Holy! But uh, yeah, you really can't go wrong here. Whether you're, I mean, even landed gentry, get my respect here at the Dickens Fair. Everyone's just, it's like the late in the day. I don't know if it's uh, 5.30, 6 p.m. The Dickens Fair closes at 7. I'll be back tomorrow to record more. Don't worry. I'll make sure to get at least uh, an hour of material. If I, if, I, if I can get two hours, you know, that'd be great. Then I say, well, she's a have a, you know, when you need, a, you need an extra kick of Dickens. You know, because some people, they get their kicks on Route 66, other people get their kicks. Uh, near alcohol doesn't throw them at all, but they get their kick out of you. Yeah, but the people here, they're getting their kicks out of the Dickens Fair, out of the big dicks. <laughs> that was an accidental joke. And I, don't mean, I mean, he is big. He's tall. Big Ch- Chuck Dicks, uh, Charles Dickens. I guess if he was checking into a hotel nowadays in the popper, he'd say, well, what do you go? Chuck Dicks, D-I-X, not D-I-C-K-S, jerk. Uh, Chuck Dix, that's what I check into hotels as. I say, oh, Charles, do you? what does your wife think of you? Why do you have to check in under an assumed name? And he said, well, it sounds like you're making a few assumptions here. And I said, well, that's what I get my kicks out of, making assumptions about Chuck Dix uh, here at the Dickens Fair and talking over music uh, and observing people. That's really what I get my kicks out of is uh, observation. Observation station. Oh, I just see some, um, uh, the rooftops of London are painted with, uh, 
snow and moonlight uh, on one wall. Beautiful, beautiful job. Just a nice, another nice little subtle touch. As I mentioned, believe it or not, I've been here, I don't know how many hours. Uh, I haven't fallen in love yet. Um, hello, Chuck Dix. Uh, easy crush bait. Uh, that's my middle name, calling, especially in, like, petticoats or uh, whatever the heck you call those things. Bustle, you know, give me a bustle. And I, you know I'll, I'll bl- you know I blush at bustles. Uh, where this went off the rails at some point here. Uh, don't call me Chuck Dix. Uh, okay, and the band's taking a break, so that, that cues me to move on to the next stop here at the Dickens. And then, believe it or not, this is not. I guess this is. Is this irony? I'm gonna go get a, a hot and hot and spicy sausage in a little bit. Uh, so. And everybody's cheering for the wonderful performance of the uh, the juggler who's now doing the material where you stand on uh, the um, rolling thing, uh, like a, a, what do you call that thing, a tube, you know, set on its side, and you put boards on the tube, and then you juggle. I love that. Uh, I, I, I love, uh, you know, I love these kind of things, um, and I hope you do too. I'm glad you're here. And, you know, I'll keep rolling and soothing as long as it, you know. Uh, and maybe you're enjoying this not to sleep because uh, you say, Scoots, how am I supposed to sleep to you, to something so strange and exciting? There's children just running everywhere here, and, and happy, happy children. And then it's, you know, here's a tip for 2017. Uh, if you really want to love the Dickens Fair, uh, there's not a lot of people here. I mean, there is enough, uh, but it's not packed. So come... Uh, the weekend before Thanksgiving, and you'll see me recording, maybe in 2017. You know, who knows? We'll see how this goes. When Chuck Dix gets a hold of this, uh, and he say, you blew up my thing, man. That's really, I do. Don't you check into a boarding house back then, though, Chuck? All right, I'll be right back.